Welcome to an industry in transition, the must listen to podcast for financial advisors and industry leaders from Tony Siriani, the CEO and publisher of Advisor Hub, where we explore the week's news and events and put our ever-changing business into perspective. Tony is joined each week by industry leaders, mavericks, and disruptors who give their take on our industry and their thoughts on where we are headed. If you want to remain relevant, you can't miss it. Now, here's your host, Tony Siriani. Welcome, everyone, to another edition of the Tony Suriani Podcast. I am thrilled to have Kristen Kimmel, our friend, uh, with us today. She is the EVP of Business Development for Advisor Group. That's correct, isn't it, uh, Kristen? It is. Thank you so much for having me here. You're welcome. You're welcome. So I'm, I'm interested to get your perspective on, on several things, but, I mean, let's get the big stuff out of the way first. You know, we're, we're, we're in this, you know, post-pandemic world, even though people are kind of still getting sick, but... Uh, the pandemic, and we, you and I really haven't talked, you know, since then, because the pandemic has created an awful lot of changes, right, in our industry, and it accelerated a lot of things, you know, good and and bad. I mean, we all have Zoom sickness now, right, <laughs> in some form or other. But at the same time, it's been a boon to our business in terms of, you know, efficiency for getting in touch with clients, you know, even prospecting. So, so in your mind, what are some of the things that that you think we're going to keep from the pandemic that are good things that are going to continue to accelerate and, and, and push our industry forward? That's a great question. And it is good to see you. And I did just recently learn the amazing Zoom trick of taking off your self-view. I wish I would have learned that earlier in the <laughs> in the pandemic, because I'm tired of looking at myself every day. But <laughs> No, I I think it's been, there are some, like you said, there's some really great things that have come out of such a, a, a disruptive event to our industry and, you know, broadly, more broadly than that. But what is, what's interesting is, like you said, the accessibility for clients, right? Just now being able to meet with clients and meeting them where they are so that they don't have to find a way into the office. They don't have to deal with traffic or parking or things along that line. And I think it's really, really been a benefit that we'll see continue to, to evolve with who we are in the industry. I think, I think that's really important. And it took, unfortunately, something like that to help us understand that this was a real need of our clients. And uh, and now we're there. So I think that's one of the really great things we'll get out of this. And there's a lot of other tech. I know you guys are sort of a tech-heavy you know, organization. You use that to help your your, your advisors quite quite a bit. What, what else do you see on the tech side that's sort of looming for us in the, or, or that's just suddenly become super, super helpful? Well, I think uh, getting a little bit away from the paper intensiveness that we've had in this industry has been a big piece of it, right? So I think allowing us and actually forcing us to get to more e-signature capabilities, getting to more e-delivery capabilities, I'd love to see kind of that next piece of it where we can get the financial institutions to be much more real-time, less dependent on batch processing as as it has been in the past, too. Yeah, as well. I mean, yeah, that, that, yeah, that would be great. And, and you know, now... Uh, you know, now to fast forward to where we are, you know, today, uh, there's an awful lot of headwinds. I mean, we've got market volatility, you know, um, uh, a recession looming in one form or another, whether it's going to be a soft landing or a hard land, and inflation, which, you know, most le- less advisors have seen than not, right? I mean, because it's been a long time since we, we've had it. So, uh, you know, what are you hearing in the field, first of all, because I know you like to get out and be with everybody. And then what is AG doing, you know, what kind of stuff, programs or whatever that you're doing to sort of help advisors, uh, you know, through this? 
Yeah, I think you're right. This this market volatility is something that not only have not a lot of advisors seen, but certainly we have a lot of clients who haven't ever experienced this, right? They've only seen the tremendous opportunity in the markets. But but what I'm seeing and what I'm hearing from people who've really truly the big the excitement is around adopting planning, right? And that and where wealth management has evolved so that it's so much more than just transactional, but it's that relationship component, really getting to know and understand their clients, who they are, what their goals are, and then building a plan around that. I think when advisors have that in place with their clients, the market volatility is something that is less disruptive because you can show that this is kind of keeping them on plan. So that's really what we're seeing is the more we stay centered around that, that holistic wealth management focused on the relationship, I think that's really the key. Yeah. And, and, uh, you know, th- this is the kind of thing that it it's, you know, you did this work five years ago or 10 years ago, right? When you started this. So now it's paying off that you yeah. have, have the plan, right? That's that's great. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing, you know, that, that you and I have sort of gone over several times, and, and I know we, you have a passion for it, is uh, diversity and inclusion. And my particular, you know, take on it has always been that the, um, the best job in the business is not yours, right? It, it's being an advisor, a successful advisor. Yes. So how do, how do we bring, you know, uh, people in and also recognize that um, the wealthy classes are changing too, they're, you know, and, and, and becoming more diverse. And so how, how do we, you know, help them? Or how does a busy team sort of take advantage of some of those, just from a business standpoint, take advantage of the changes that are, that are coming yeah. No, that's a good part. And you call out a really good part. You know, I, what I, I love about my job is, well, I'm not a financial advisor. I have the ability to, you know, help them every single day, better serve their clients. So that's, I, that's where you're right. They've got the best job in the world. They can really make people's dreams come true. And that I think is, is just so admirable and so important, but it is really becoming more and more important to understand the changing, to your point, the changing demographics of the clients, right? And with that changing demographics, the change in expectations so that the old cliche of what got you here won't get you there, I think is certainly applicable as we're watching this transition of wealth into other demographics. And with that, I think it's time, and I think this is a perfect time to start showcasing more and more that the the wealth management capabilities and why it's such an attractive uh, career path for so many individuals and that typically maybe hadn't considered it before. So the more we can showcase are some of our top diverse financial professionals, really get them out there so other people can see it so that it's something that they can aspire to be. I think that's huge. And then that will help us better serve those clients as well. Well, there are, there are very few business, uh, you know, industries that, 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 pay you to start your own business right <laughs> you know and then yeah. and then and then you own it when when you're done and that's really the path to wealth that's why i say i mean it's great you know you could i was a manager it was you know fun but i certainly wish i kept my book at this point because i mean you do you can you can build transformational wealth for your family and that's something that say a first generation you know college student wouldn't necessarily get the chance to do that elsewhere or very few those folks get a chance. Yeah. And I think, and then not only for yourself, but it, but the ability to have that type of an impact on the clients that you work with every single day, which is, I think so incredible. So if you're looking with somebody who is looking to start their own business, right. And 
without getting advice from their financial advisor, they might think the only option is to liquidate all of their savings or anything that they've accumulated to put it into this business. When in fact, if you have that conversation with a financial professional, there are other alternatives that you can, you can harness the power of the portfolio you might have and use it as a liquidity tool without having to completely liquidate and deal with any consequences, whether it be tax or just completely derailing you from your long-term plan. So I think it's, it's pretty impressive. So uh, help help me with and help everybody out here understand, you know, advisor group. It's a it's a, it's a big firm, right? And, and it's, you know, we there's a lot of sort of different firms that kind of came together, right? To, to sort of make one and 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 how do you sort of pull from from all those resources they have and pick like kind of what's the best of the best that you want to give, you know, to your advisors kind of thing? Yeah, I, you know, I think um, advisor group. What I what I love about it, to your point, it's large, over eleven thousand financial professionals that we have across. I, I don't the- think people know how how big it is. I, well, I, I didn't. Uh, you know, a little over two years ago, I certainly didn't. So I think that that's impressive. Over eleven thousand advisors, but with that, I think one of the things that was the most exciting to me is looking at an advisor group and really, truly the platform that is supporting the independence and the entrepreneurial spirit of a financial advisor, right? To your point, it's their practice, it's their book of business, they own it. So being able to provide a platform where they can truly be that entrepreneur who's making the decisions that are the most appropriate for their business, whether it's where their office is located, what they're, how they do business, um, anything about their gross per support metrics look like. So that true entrepreneurial spirit. But what I love then is, in addition to that, providing that that community, that network of other financial professionals where they can share best practices, where they can share ideas, what's worked, what hasn't, and come together and I have to give a huge shout out to Erin Ford, my counterpart at Advisor Group. She's the one that's really worked uh, across the organization to bringing these groups together who have similar business practices, regardless of which firm they might be affiliated with, but bringing them together in groups where groups of large business owners come together and they've talked and share ideas. And what is so fun, we were talking about this just the other day is the energy and the excitement in that room. These are just small peer groups that come together across the country, different times throughout the year. It's really exciting to see, and um, not only the relationships they create, but the value that they bring to their they brought back to their businesses after being in these sessions. You know, and that's the strength of of you know four firms, right? I mean, you, you get to you, you're pulling it together. I, I feel like scale is going to become more important. You know, as as we as, as we go further, things are becoming more highly regulated. I feel it feels like it helps to have a, a big partner. Yeah, I think scale is important on on so many different levels, right? I think it it's scale to your point where just from a financial perspective, right? The ability to negotiate contracts and benefit from the scale of an organization pricing that you wouldn't be able to get maybe um, independently yourself. I think the other piece of it too is just then having that diversity of thought where you've got a large organization and and you can bring all of that knowledge and all of that skill set to solving so those a, problems. That's a challenge for me though, because how, how does a big firm deliver that, right? I mean, that's that's the trick. I mean, how do you, it, it was like, you know, a lot of people struggled delivering culture during mm-hmm. the pandemic, right? Because Because we're you know, at, at heart, an apprentice business, right? You, you learn from watching others and and whatever. So, how do you deliver that across a you know big company and make it still feel, you know, people feel? Yeah. How do you make big feel small? Sometimes yeah. is something that comes up quite a bit. Well, and I think that's a little bit. I'm going to go back to what I said earlier. Is what 
is great about advisor group is providing that level of independence. Yeah. But the but I think the real benefit is beyond that supporting the independence is like I mentioned the community piece, but allowing individuals to have a voice still, right? Everybody still wants to have a voice and be able to influence the priorities, the investments, the direction of the organization. And that's where I do think that um, the work that Aaron has been doing is that that component that really makes the difference of of connecting those individuals across your organization. So it it starts with those relationships, right? Like they would have with their clients, we have with them, knowing who they are, what's important to them, and then making those connections across the organization. So it doesn't limit who you network with to be to be isolated to a specific well. You're trying department. to find like minded like minded advisors, right? You you want to find other people that are interested in bonds or. Yeah. your business or something exactly so whether it's what whatever type of practice they have or whatever type of you know challenges that they have so bringing some of the large enterprises together who are running these large practices or these osjs bringing them together in a room where they can share different ideas whether it's hiring and support people or finding the right level of candidates or how they're doing the training capturing that all together in a room and then being able to share that within that group and then even then being able to share more broadly across the organization for people who are looking for that level of information. You know, That's why I think it really works. You mentioned something else that just, you know, caught my eye. It's It's been a struggle. And now we had this great resignation a few idea a few months mm -hmm. ago, right? And then I, I hear from teams all the time. I'm not, you know, I'm assuming you are too in their field, uh, staffing. You know, how, how do we, so scale certainly has got to help with that. What are you guys doing in terms of, you know, helping advisors staff up? Yeah, absolutely. So some of the things that that we're doing is again, they and these are ideas in some cases that they brought to us or right. things that we've created in response to what we've heard from them in these sessions and it might be providing some of these, you know, administrative services to them so they can outsource them, for example, to somebody with an advisor group where we've got that expertise and we can do it more broadly across a number of financial professionals. So that's certainly something. And then I think the other thing has been sharing, like I said, some of that best practices. So here's how other people have had success. And so here's how we can help you, or here's a path, um, a direction that has worked really, really well for others who are facing similar challenges. Those yeah. two things together really worked. Yeah. And I think that, you know, um, again, even in terms of just hiring a, you know, an assistant, has become a, a chore, you know what I mean? And you, you really almost need a partner just, just for that, just to bring mm -hmm. on a teammate, you know? Yeah, um, in terms of what else you're hearing in the field, um, from, from your point of view, what, what's sort of the top, you know, two things that advisors are sort of, uh, they constantly ask you about every time you go out? I think so. A couple of the things that we are always hearing about is that service and the evolution of service to meeting the expectation of the clients, right? It's it's so important and the timeliness and the responsiveness, right? So that everything that we're doing behind the scenes is making sure that they're able to to be able to present at their best to their clients, right? That's the unique piece that we're in in this, what I would say is a B2B to C, right? So it's we're not end facing with the client, they are. And so we have to make sure that everything they have allows them to do that as efficiently and um, as as best that they possibly can. So that's that's certainly a big piece of it. But it really truly is, I think every time I talk to individuals is how do we attract more talent in this, into this industry as a whole, right? 
Um, how do we attract more talent? How do we attract more diverse talent? Getting back to whether they're bringing them in as support individuals on the team, or if they're bringing them in to train them to become financial professionals and run their own practice. Those are probably the biggest things that I'm hearing from advisors. And then just ensuring, again, that they have all the tools that they need to be able to navigate their clients through times of uncertainty like we're in right now. Yeah. And and um, how in terms of how the firm is set up how many you have you have offices and then you have independents and people who are operating from their own offices right it's it's a it's the whole the whole shebang yeah so all of our financial professionals are independent and they have their own offices right what we have is a shared services network of colleagues and employees that are supporting them. So we can have shared services for most of the functional components. So from your compliance, from a supervision, how we can help them support from a recruiting standpoint is certainly for the, the larger groups is something else that we do. So those individuals are located in different locations across the the United States in major markets. So we've got people in the Minneapolis, St. Paul area. We've got people in Atlanta, Phoenix, um, New York, New Jersey. So we have people in all of kind of what I would say are the major markets where we want to. And then, you know, the other thing that I think has been really great with the pandemic, getting back to the first question you asked is now with a little bit more comfort and understanding of the remote work capabilities, we're not limited in where we can hire. We can actually hire the best talent regardless of location. Yeah, that is, uh, look, that that's part of, of the good that's coming with uh, technology too, right? I mean, it's Absolutely. been- yeah, it's been exciting. Although nothing, you know, no, nothing could beat handshakes. Have you have you had um, have you had uh, opportunity to get together with the advisors? Do you do that kind of thing? I mean, now that the pandemic is kind of ending, are, are people excited to kind of be back in touch? Yeah, we just had our large connected conference, and I think we had about six thousand people on site at that at that event. And I have to tell you, the energy there was so contagious. It was one of those events where high energy and and you ran and then you kind of crashed a little bit at the end because it was just, it's something that we we haven't done in a long time. So we've been able to do, you know, major events like that. But what I also think has been really important is we've been doing a lot of the small group sessions, right? So that we're still kind of creating those connections. So getting back to what I was saying that Erin's doing, she's created those where probably at least once a month or so there's a group of like-minded individuals that are coming together to discuss, you know, maybe they've got a specific topic that they're discussing, they submit ideas, our uh, advisory councils, where we've got our, we have a national advisory board that goes across all of the wealth management firms that get, that group gets together in person on a, on a regular basis, as well as some of our other councils that are helping us identify, you know, some of the, the priorities and execute on those. Well, I, I know you're a people person as am I, so it always feels good to get back in touch with everybody, doesn't it? It does. It does. It yeah. there is to your point. Zoom is Zoom is fantastic, and it has certainly been a huge benefit coming out of this. But it it certainly doesn't replace that ability to meet with individuals in person when no, you can. It doesn't. Um, well, look, I I think this is great. I appreciate your 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 being here. If there's anything else I didn't ask you, or you wanted me to uh, to hit on? I'm happy to. No, I think it's fabulous. I cannot believe that was like the I know, I mean, 20 minutes really, ever. I know, it, goes, <laughs> it goes really quickly. We're going to have to do this like once a week. 
Well, we can. I'm happy to do it. So, look, we we should do it again. We should, you know, yeah. uh, you know, stay in touch with with the, the advisors out there, and you know, sort of keep right. updated on what's going on. There certainly are changes. I think in the next three or four months, we'll sort of, you know, we're going to get a sense of whether these rate hikes are doing something or not. So, you know, it'll have an impact on us. So, we'd love yeah, well, to talk again, and um, you know, see how you guys are doing. I appreciate it. Anytime, let me know. Well, thanks a lot, Kristen. Right. Thanks so much. Good to see you. Happy holidays to you and your Happy family. Happy holidays. Why I'm wearing a red shirt. I love it. I know. I went. This is white snow. I'm in Minnesota. It's cold. It's <laughs> snowy. Oh, I go back to Phoenix soon. <laughs> All right. Well, have a good day. All right. Thanks. You too. Bye-bye. Thanks for joining us this week on An Industry in Transition. Make sure to visit our website, www.advisorhub.com, and subscribe to Advisor Hub. It's free, and you won't miss any advisor news or events. While you're on site, check out all the podcasts available. Click on the Deals Pages and Resources tab for valuable content, or check out the Market section with its guru predictions, latest fintech offerings, you name it. Feel free to email Tony Seriani about specific questions we can address on the show. He can be reached by email at contact at advisorhub.com. Please note that all requests and questions are handled with complete discretion and confidentiality. Thank you for listening, and be sure to tune in next week for the next Industry in Transition episode.